All right, welcome back to Mastering You, the Lifestyle Performance Podcast. I am Matt Sutton, and I am your host for today's episode. So today I'm going solo. In fact, for the next couple of episodes, I'm going solo. Today is a part one. I am I'm celebrating this week 20 years of coaching, training, beasting people in the gym. So I kind of figured it'd be a good time to reflect on some of the lessons that I've learned in that time. So over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to share my top 20 lessons over the last 20 years of coaching. Wow, that time has absolutely flown. A little background, I started out uh, like most personal trainers, actually, or fitness instructors. So working in your, your local leisure center gym, my actual first job lasted about two weeks because they had some uh, some structural issues within the building. So that closed down. So that ended that pretty quickly. Had to find myself another gym job to keep my I, uh, apprenticeship going. It's a, it's a method of entering the industry. I recommend to many trainers is going through the apprenticeship route. And actually, it's quite funny because today at LPT, that's exactly what we do. We've had about five apprentices apprenticeships can't say it go through and become pts with us and um, there's nothing better than learning on the job so i moved to a, a bodybuilding gym next then i moved on to a boxing gym then i moved on to another leisure club where i spent some 10 years um, crafting my skill as a personal trainer and uh, and in that process of that time it's starting lpt Lifestyle Performance Transformations, which is um, since went on to open multiple facilities. So it's been a fantastic journey. I've been so lucky, so blessed to meet some amazing people along the way, including some celebrities, some athletes, Olympic athletes, but just so many awesome people. So to everyone listening on this podcast, maybe you've worked with me, maybe you've been on one of my retreats abroad in Portugal, or you've been on one of my boot camps, you know, um, thanks so much for just being awesome for supporting us. You know, we've had some ups and downs along the way, particularly over the last couple of years. But um, boy, has it been worth the ride. Um, so just before we get into the top 20, well, I'm going to do the first 10 in this episode today. <clears throat> Pardon me. And today's uh, episode is brought to you by a new partner. So we have just been accepted by Precision Prep, who deliver amazing meals to your door. This is in the UK only. And at the moment, you can get a discount. You can get a £15 discount when you go to precisionprep.uk forward slash LPT and use the discount code Matthew Sutton. Okay, so I have been using Precision Prep for the last month, and I got to tell you, I have tried a lot of different meal prep companies over the last few years, and these just blow them out of the water, particularly the Power Pots. So if you want something that's quick, like a quick lunch, um, with the discount code, you're looking at like £3.50, £4, so it's an absolute steal, but these are awesome uh, awesome recipes some katsu curry is one of my favorites um, if you're looking for that protein kick at lunchtime go check it out precisionprep.uk forward slash lpt 
Okay, so let's get into today's episode, the first top 20. Here's what I've done, guys, on this top 20. I decided to kind of categorize them in to training, nutrition, mindset and success, and business. So we've got four different categories to get to my top 20 lessons. Let's start with training. Okay, so no, no particular order. Lesson number one, I, and I've just sat down, I've just spent a little bit of time today, you know, just jotting out all of the lessons that I can think of that maybe share some value and wisdom to you. So training number one, lesson number one is the most impactful training activity is life. <laughs> okay, so you might be expecting me to say there cardio training or strength training or, you know, plyometric training. But no, why I say that life is the most impactful is because let's face it, most people are not training for hours of, on their day. They're training maybe three or four hours a week max. So how you, how you go about your day is going to have far bigger impact on your body, on your movement, on your life overall than anything else. So what I'm talking about here is how you sit, how long you sit down. When you stand, how are you standing? How are you holding yourself? You know, do you drive? If you drive, how long are you driving for? How often do you stretch? How often do you do foam rolling? How often do you have like a sports massage? All of these things will dictate your body's, your, your overall shape, I guess you could put it, more than anything else. Yeah, sure. We want to be training regularly. We want to be training two, three, maybe four days a week. But what we see at LPT, and I know many talking to many gym owners as well, particularly since the pandemic, with people working from home a lot more, spending way more time sitting down than ever before, is having a massive impact. So it's no good going to the gym and training hard if you've been sitting down for so long that your glutes no longer work, your your hamstrings are tight as, as like... Uh, whatever would and you know you can't barely move your body all you're going to do by hitting a hard deadlift session or a hard conditioning session is you're going to wreck your body so overall you need to be spending some time each day really considering that getting out for a walk taking regular breaks so if you are sitting down working getting some breaks in maybe put some notifications on your phone to remind you Okay. Um, also really think about, do you need to be sitting down when you're working for so long? So personally, I have a, what I call a laptop converter that allows me to stand up when I'm working. Okay. Crazy idea, right? But I've been doing this for about five years now. Um, just lately haven't been doing as much as I was. So it, again, I have to remind myself of these things as well. But boy, is that a game changer. So that would be my, my first lesson on training is really accounting for what you do outside of your training itself. Okay, um, let's move on to nutrition. So nutrition lesson number one is principles trump strategies. Principles trump strategies. So I think of strategies like, oh, let's try this new diet. It sounds really good. Let's try keto. Let's try the 5-2 diet. Whereas principles are based on science. Good principles are based on science, okay? 
that based on what are we going to achieve by choosing this strategy. So it's a completely different way of looking at things. Why is this important? Because it gets us away from the quick fix mentality and it gets us looking at the science of nutrition and the science of the, how the body works. So, you know, if your goal is, let's say, I want to lose weight. So rather than saying, okay, well, what, what diet should I go for? You know, what are the key principles to help you lose weight? One of them, obviously, as we've talked about before, is we do need to create that calorie deficit. We need to get to the point where the body is burning more calories than it consumes. Okay. And the thing is, if you look at many diets, that's really what they achieve. But that needs to be top of mind. That needs to be something that you're really actively thinking about. Because once you have one bad day or one stressful day and you overeat, the diet is no longer, it's just irrelevant. We need to be sticking to these principles. So that's one of the things that we teach at LPT is good principles of nutrition, good principles of health. Okay, moving on to lesson number three, we're going to move on to mindset and success now. Okay, so this is my, my number one lesson on mindset and success from 20 years of coaching, and that is that self-awareness is the absolute key, the pinnacle to success. That is just my belief. Um, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you would have you understand why I've chosen that as a top, top number one lesson. Self-awareness, the key to success. Why is this so important? Well, ultimately, you know, it's so easy to get caught up into poor behaviors and not even be aware that they're happening or, or occurring on us, right? When we can become self-aware, when we can clock ourselves and, and even be able to coach ourselves in the moment as to why we're choosing X, Y, Z, you know, that then gives you the control back. It allows you to be proactive rather than reactive and make good decisions in the moment. That really is the key. And for many people that are trying to change their diet habits, change their fitness habits, if you spent 10, 15, 20 years doing something different, then self-awareness is going to be one of your greatest tools because now and again, you're going to slip back into those bad habits. But if you can be self-aware enough to know what those triggers are, what are the things causing you to actually drive back or go back towards those behaviors, that is going to be absolutely crucial for you. Hopefully that helps. So that's number three. Number four. Okay, so this is a, a business lesson. I'm just going to take a sip of coffee. So, <laughs> yeah, this, this was a no-brainer for me. Seek good mentors. So I've been really lucky enough to work with some, some really awesome mentors over the years. But, I mean, I guess these business lessons are more useful for people like PTs that are maybe just going into the industry and, you know, trying to work out what the best strategy is for them. I have to say, you know, seeking good mentors is one of the best strategies that I ever took. You know, people that have done what you, you have done and you can learn from them and they will share, you know, all of the mistakes. So you don't have to make those mistakes. Yeah, it's an absolute no-brainer. It's the same reason why, you know, I believe it's so powerful to get a coach to help you with your nutrition, your training, you know, your mindset, because again, 
you know, I, I, without sounding too biased, I've obviously spent the last 20 years working with people and seeing what does work and what doesn't work for people. And it's been really interesting in that time because one of the things that I have learned is many of the advanced strategies are kind of useless. Like it's really good to learn new stuff. And as a PT, we're always looking at learning lots of new things. But ultimately, many of the things that really work, it comes back to nailing the basics. And, you know, my members hear me talk about that a lot. So, yeah, seek good mentors is absolute key. Let's get back to training. So moving on back to training. Um, yeah, number two lesson on training is movement is number one. I've got to say, if I could go back in time, back to my 18, 19 year old self, uh, when I was just starting out in fitness, you know, working my, my first gym with people, um, rather than focusing on all the shiny objects, all of the kettlebells, the dumbbells, Actually, even kettlebells weren't even that popular back then. Um, but more just like it was more of a bodybuilding type world back then. I wish I knew about biomechanics. I wish I knew and could appreciate the absolute importance of learning the importance of how the body moves. I'm really just immersing myself. So if for any young trainer listen to this, go get out, start learning biomechanics, learn how the body moves. Because ultimately, no fitness or training program is of any use unless you really understand how the body is meant to move. Um, you know, uh, this kind of lends itself back to what I was talking earlier about the most impactful training and activity being your life. You know, being, being again, self-aware of how you're sitting, how you're standing. All of these things sort of intertwine, as you can see. But... You know, so many people spend so much time focusing their efforts on how fast they can run, you know, how far they can run, how much weight they can lift, um, but not enough time on what range of movement they have. And, you know, I'm certainly learning this myself as I get older, that I need to be spending a little bit more time maybe on, you know, on my movement, on my mobility. Started doing more foam rolling lately, started getting one or two yoga sessions in a week and just just since i've been doing that i always already feel much better so particularly for the sort of 30 40 plus generation you you yeah you really want to be having that in mind it's really that equilibrium as we get older of maintaining your strength maintaining your cardiovascular fitness but at the same time not doing it at the detriment of your body and this building stiffness in your body Okay, let's move on to number two. Okay, so we are, where are we at? We're at one, two, three, four, five. So this is our sixth lesson here. Um, so this is maintaining a good diet does take work in the modern world. So this is, this is just a, a lesson that everyone needs to hear because everyone, so many people struggle with losing weight. They struggle with what to eat. They find the process hard. And I just really want to tell the world, it is like, <laughs> it is not easy. If you walk into any shop, like I, I walk into a, you know, like if I'm going to a petrol station, there's literally nothing really that you can eat that is going to do your body much good. That's all literally all processed foods. 
you have to go to a supermarket or groceries to actually get proper food. And so we are swimming against the tide in the modern day world. And if you find it hard, then yeah, it is. So this, it is to some extent, it is a process of you have to work at it consistently. However, once you build those habits and behaviors, you know, they do become sort of second nature to you. So, you know, you just, you just make better decisions. You're not constantly, you know, being reactive, like I said earlier, and, and making poor decisions in the moment. So just, just understand that, guys. Just understand that, yes, sticking with your diet, it is tough. You've got to work at it. But this is where pre-planning comes into place. You know, planning in advance, again, going back to the principles of good nutrition. So am I getting enough protein? Am I getting enough vegetables? Am I getting enough fiber? You know, when you start going back to the, the first principles, then you can easily make better decisions with what you actually want to eat. Okay. All right. So moving to mindset and success. Number two, <clears throat> one of the lessons that, well, this, this really did change my whole kind of course and career was studying mind map with Dax Moy. We've had Dax on the podcast. If you missed the episode with Dax Moy, definitely go and check that out. He's one cool dude. But learning the neuroscience of behavior change, that was, I must say, that was an absolute game changer for me. And that really did take me down a whole nother rabbit hole of learning behavior change and personal development. And really, I guess, you know, set me up for starting the Mastering You podcast. Um, to anyone listening to this, you know, I highly recommend looking at the, you know, e even if you go as far as, you know, looking at some of the, the popular books on neuroscience, um, the chimp paradox is the one, the most popular one probably that you may have heard of. And just understanding how the brain works, even at a real light level, Again, it's going to help you towards what I mentioned earlier as the key to success, which is self-awareness. Because if you understand which part of your brain you're operating from when you're going through a stressful time, it's very easy or it's much easier to be a bit more empathetic to yourself. You know, if you understand, oh, it seems my monkey brain or my reptilian brain is working here, he's not happy. You know, because you can't be happy because I just had that outburst right there. And that's not me. Okay. And once we understand just how different our different parts of our brain operate, that again, like I said, is an absolute game changer. So that would be another huge lesson from mindset and success. Okay. Next up, moving on back to business. Quite a simple lesson, really, this one. Um, no surprise, but, you know, again, any young PTs listening, you've got to be willing to put in the hours. And um, I've certainly done that. <laughs> I've certainly put the hours in over the years. You know, uh, I mean, it, as a PT, you are looking at 5 a.m. starts. And, you know, back in the day when I was starting the business, I'd literally be working on and off all the way through 9 p.m. to 9 p.m. at night. And... The thing is, when you are doing something that you love, like personal training and fitness, you know, it really doesn't feel like work. So that time does go quick. Um, 
But if you want to build a business, if you want to have impact, you've got to get yourself out there. You've got to be talking to people. You've got to be doing long hours, learning, um, studying, doing your own training, trying things out. Um, so, you know, for sometimes I get PTs ask me for advice. I always say you've got to be deeply passionate about doing this because you are going to be having to put in some serious hours and not only serious hours, but some real unsociable hours as well. So where are we at? One, two, three, four. So we've got eight, eight lessons down, two to go. Let's pick some out of the hat. Okay, so training, I've got this one. So the generations have it wrong. What does that mean? What I've observed over the last 20 years is in general, this is a real generalism, but a lot of the, the youngsters, you know, the 18 to 30s, they tend to do more of the strength training because that's like the cool thing to do, right? Um, and an actual fact, more of the, the youngsters probably would be better off getting some more cardiovascular fitness um, under their belt, okay? Really, our bodies start to break down and deteriorate after the age of 25 to 30, so at that point, particularly after the age of 30, your metabolism is going to slow down. You know, we're going to start, our bodies just naturally decline after that point. So that's really where we definitely need to be focusing more on strength. But if you walk into any typical gym, you know, you're over 40s, you're over 50s, we'll typically be sitting on a cycle machine or a cross trainer or doing some walking, doing some sort of cardio class you know, ultimately strength is the thing that you, you, you're going to, that's going to look after you and pay you back so much in the future. You know, you hear of these stories of 70, 80 year old people that have these falls and ultimately that can be the end of, of them, you know, just from having a simple fall. I know of a few older people who have strength trained throughout their life. They have a fall and they can easily take their fall. It doesn't affect them one bit. And, um, you know, so it's just that's one of the lessons I've learned over the years from meeting many people, particularly older, elder people, you know, who have done certain types of training throughout their life. The people that have done the strength training, their, their longevity is just far better. So, you know, uh, the problem with strength is it's very misunderstood. You know, I think a lot of people think of strength training as something that the, the 80s bodybuilders do, and it's only for people that want to build muscle. Strength is life. And the thing with strength training is it's not just about getting stronger muscles. It really does build your resilience and your strength in mind as well. So if you're currently putting off that strength training, if you're still if you're one of these cardio addicts, then give it a go, find a coach, find a PT, you know, dial down some strength training. It's only going to help your cardio training anyway. It's going to help prevent injuries. That's a really important one for me, guys. Um, so last one before we, uh, we finish up here. So let's find one. Um, I'm going to go for mindset and success. And I'm going to share the two most common themes amongst people that I've worked with over the past 20 years who get the results they want, okay? So what are the themes 
what, what's the difference between the people that get results and the people that don't? This is something that I've tried to observe a lot over the last 20 years. Um, I've come down, I've sort of nailed it down to two themes. And the first one is not going to be anything that's going to surprise you too much, but they follow the plan. Okay, they follow the plan. And that sounds really simple, really obvious, but they do follow the plan. That's what happens. The people that get the best results, they just get on with it and they follow the plan. Now, there's a bit more to it than that because obviously maybe their lifestyle has allowed them to follow that plan better and easier than someone else. But the big second theme that I've noticed with the people that get real just awesome results, they have been somewhere dark and and they've come out and it's given them this deep burning desire to really act and commit to the process which i guess is why they followed the plan okay so to summarize that they're really clear on their why you know and we get so many people when we we try and when they join lpt and we have the conversation around their why and their goals and you know people want to give you sort of fairly surface level answers oh i just want to feel a bit fitter you know i'm not not interested in anything more than that. I just want to get a bit healthier. And so when there's that low level of commitment, there's that low level of, of want or reason to actually take action. And guess what? Sometimes they quit halfway through or they don't see the, the, the program out or they don't get very good results. So even, even if you just do think that you just want to get a little bit fitter, you need to have that burning desire, work on your why. What is the real reason why you want to look, move and feel healthier? Why do you want to have more energy? Why do you want to, you know, um, get in shape? Be really clear on that. Write it down. Because like I said, from doing this for 20 years, that is what I have observed. People that are really clear on why this is important not only why they want it but what they don't want you know like i said a lot of these people that have achieved awesome things they've been to some dark places so they know where they don't want to go back to really really important um so i'm going to leave it there guys thanks for listening i'm going to share the rest of my lessons in part two next week um meanwhile Enjoy your weekend if you are listening today on Saturday. And don't forget, particularly if you're in the UK, don't forget to check out precisionprep.uk forward slash LPT. The link is in the show notes. And like I said, when you use the discount code Matthew Sutton, you're going to get £15 discount off of any order over £60. Um, I believe that will bring any power pop meal down to like three pound 50 each so definitely jump on that i'd really love your feedback on these meals because i've been really enjoying them they're absolutely awesome and um yeah for anyone that struggles with the time constraints of making healthy high protein good quality foods it's an absolute no-brainer okay guys take care i will see you next week